Hello! Welcome to Tay2Z, where we chat about every Taylor Swift song in alphabetical order. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab, and we will be your hosts on this journey. In our last episode, we talked about Mirrorball from Folklore. I want you to know. Ugh, so good. So good. Ugh, just so good. And today, we are discussing the song Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince. Okay, from Lover. (laughs) (laughs) Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince is the seventh track on Lover. Lover was released on August 23rd, 2019, and this song was co-written by Joel Little. Miss Americana has not been played live yet. Wild. Yeah, so It was many, going to, I'm So sure. many of those Lover songs. Ugh, like, it was probably really close. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. She probably was going to play this one on her Lover Fest. It's pretty crazy. Sadness. In a month, almost exactly, will be three years since Lover came out. Wow. Isn't that unreal? Wow. Yeah, pretty crazy. Super crazy. So, Devin, what do you think about Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Okay. Sleeper hit on Mm, Lover, mm. I think. I didn't really get into this song until recently. Yeah. And I don't know why. I think on our first listens through Lover and then throughout the Lover time that we've had, and there are just so many other songs on the album that like are all good. Mm. And this one kind of is that next step down, I think, but it's still like a sleeper bop. It's good. I I remember not really liking it at the beginning, mm. like when we first listened mm-hmm. to the album. But now, I can I can jive with it. Okay. The intro is really interesting. It sets the mood. Yeah, it's instrumental for like a while. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like... You know? It's very interesting. And I love the groove of this song. She sounds so good mm-hmm. on it too. I mean, you know, like Lover Era Taylor is just like so good. Yeah. And flirty and sexy and really coming into her own. The chorus is pretty cool. I love the melodic line of you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Yeah. You play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. So good. And I also love the shouted okays oh, yeah? throughout the chorus. <laughs> That's fun. Uh, then you get to the bridge and it's pretty simple, but it's catchy. Mm-hmm. You know, it still took me up until today reading the lyrics, what she was saying. Yeah. In the bridge. Yeah, you were singing the wrong lyrics I, I, at dinner. Especially the, especially <laughs> the response, because when she does the call. Yeah. And I don't want you to go! <laughs> I'm like, what, what is it? You're like, what'd they say? And I love, I love, we know this about me, We, I love when she layers in her bridge over the last time through the chorus. Oh, yeah, yeah, That's like do. one of my favorite things that she does. And she does it in this one, too. Yeah. You miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince. Okay. And then she's got the, I don't really want to go. I, I love that, know. too. Yeah, it's so really good. good. So good. Overall, pretty good pop song. I, again, will say that it is, I think, a weaker track on an incredibly strong album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's also the name of her documentary. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And... I did skip ahead to your Gossip Gab just oh, to like did? figure out what this song is about. Yeah. <laughs> that that I think went over my head too. Yeah. As to why I've never really jived with it. And, and so it makes a little bit more sense, but I'm, I'm very excited to hear you talk about it so that I can maybe get to know it a little 
better. Yeah, I was thinking actually as I was working on this one specifically that like our processes are so different when we go through songs. Like yours is very much like, what do you hear? What do you feel about the song? And I start with the research. Yeah. And so how I feel or relate to a song is always colored by what... I think, or the internet thinks the meaning of the song is. Right. Which I think is really interesting because it makes you think of the songs in a different way. For sure. Yeah. So I'm always like, am I cheating on how I feel about (laughs) the song? You know? (laughs) But it's like, no, that's just my process. And it's so much also a part of my process of Taylor. I was always one of those people who would read those articles of like, what this song means, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. And they're always, like, not necessarily right, but... Right. I always, you know, love at least trying to interpret it mm-hmm. in my own way before I find out why she wrote it. I feel that, too. You know? Yeah, I, I definitely feel that way. I think sometimes, though, unless you read the lyrics, it can feel hard to reach a song, you For know? Sure. For me especially, when I kind of feel like, I don't really get it. Yeah. Then I, I feel like I like kind of need to understand that other layer to like it in a deeper way. Gab, what do you think about Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Pants? Okay! <laughs> in that same vein of what we were discussing, I just really love the allegory of this song and the way that Taylor uses high school and losing a big game to represent American politics, her awakening in them, shedding her good girl image, you know, which had already happened mostly during the rep era and then like leaning on joe through it all Mm. i you know i really love taylor's political awakening as seen in the miss americana documentary Mm -hmm. and like finding her voice which i'm gonna talk about a lot more in gossip gab but i really appreciate that she wrote this song for that reason and i think it's like an important song in for that reason as well yeah as well as like what we'll get to like other some other songs and only the young especially which is written for the documentary right and I really love how Taylor's voice sounds in the song. There's like kind of like this like deepness to it. Mm-hmm. It's very full. I, I just, I love it. I find the beat below the song to be super catchy, great to bop around to. I'm always like snapping my fingers when I hear this song, mm, okay. which I know sounds weird, but like, I don't know. There's a specific type of bop where I like to mm-hmm. snap my fingers. And then I also, I really love the go fight win call and response section. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's very unique in the song and very catchy. And, you know, it really like shows that like that idea, like she's saying what she's saying, but then it's also this idea that you're at this football game, like go fight win. Uh, yeah, that's like such a thing. Like that's like a cheerleader saying uh-huh. yeah so that's how i knew it was go fight win yeah okay the same ones over and over yeah, yeah yeah and then i also love the okays like you do and then the you should know long Ooh. held out high note uh-huh. is actually i think one of my favorite moments on all of lover Ooh, i have so a lot good. of favorite moments but i love that like she's doing the whole thing going over you should know and it's kind of like unexpected even though it is expected mm-hmm. and i really like it yeah and you can just see her doing her Classic pose. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, ultimately, this isn't one of my favorites on Lover either, but I still really like it a lot. And like, I always listen to it whenever it comes on. I just don't necessarily like seek it out. I'm not like, really need to hear this song today. For sure. Which there are a number of other ones that I do feel that, but I, I really do like it. So yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Especially I know. given Lover's such a large album. Oh, uh, yeah. Devin, mm-hmm. how do you relate 
to Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince. Okay. I can definitely relate to the crappy high school experience, Mm. especially my freshman year of high school, Mm. where everyone has something to say about everything, and there's this weird hierarchy with, like, the popular kids and the jocks and the theater kids, and, like, rumors can fly, Mm. and, like, one rumor can mess up your entire year, Mm. and... I mean, I just think of, they whisper in the hallway, she's a bad, bad girl, mm-hmm. you know? I, like, that can be so damaging. Yeah. Especially in high school. Yeah. I didn't get the fact that this was, like, a, about a football game. Really? Yeah. Like, the scoreboard references? Yeah. <laughs> no. Nope. My team is losing. Yep. Didn't, that, that didn't get battered I, and bruising. I guess, it, theoretically, it could be any sporting event. It doesn't have to be football. Mm. I just thought, like, Americana, mm, you know? Mm-hmm. So. And that line, like, boys will be boys then, like, that's such a dig mm-hmm. at you-know-who. Yep. Yeah, that's that's a gossip gab. That's gab. a gossip gab moment. Yeah. So, yeah, and that's relatable, too. It's like, oh, boys will be boys, but, mm-hmm. like, no. No, stop it. Hold them accountable. Yeah. Don't, like, boys will be boys? What does that even mean? Yeah. Girls will be girls? What does that even mean? No, it, it's just excuses. Yeah. Excuses, excuses. So, like, I'm glad I'm not in high school anymore. I'm just, I'll just <laughs> put it there. I, I relate in that way. There you go. <laughs> high school sucks. Devin says that he's holding, like, a crystal glass, like, with, like, whiskey in it right now. <laughs> High school sucked. High Let me take a sip. Sucked. <laughs> there is life after high school. For sure. And it's also okay if you like high oh, school. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That too. That's I mean, like also yeah. like good for you, you know? Yeah. yeah. How do you relate to Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince? Okay. Hey. I know. You wanted me to say that. I really relate to the specific line I don't really want to fight because nobody's going to win. Mmm. When you fight with someone who you care about, even if you win the argument, really no one wins because you had to fight in the first place. Yeah. And generally, I hate fighting. I hate conflict. I (laughs) I really relate to that line. (laughs) Even though I like to be right, I hate fighting. You you do like to be right, and sometimes that creates conflict. Yeah, but bickering- Especially with your family. (laughs) Calling me out. Yeah, Um, I'm doing it. Yeah. I definitely would say I would fight most with my family. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. And I gotta say, sometimes I do feel like I win in yeah. those arguments. Yep. I so know. that's yeah. pretty funny. You are calling me out. I still hate conflict, though, and yeah. I still hate fighting. For sure. But that's interesting. Yeah. Devin analyzing me <laughs> live on the pod. That's good. It's interesting. Okay. I had an okay high school experience. I think I liked high school, but I still hated, like, rumors and gossip and cliques. Like, yeah. that was never for me. Yeah. And also feeling like you had to be what people labeled you as. Mm-hmm. You couldn't just kind of be more than those things. Yeah. That was also, I think, challenging about high school. Yeah, the labels and, like, again, everybody having an opinion. Yeah. And, and actually, and then the vice versa to that is that, Maybe no one had an opinion about you at all, but as a high schooler, you feel like everyone thinks a certain way about you. Yeah, that's true, too. Like, you know? all of, like, the insecurities mm-hmm. and everything about it, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, I also did really like being able to wear, like, leggings and sweatshirts every day, and it'd be, like, that normal thing to wear as a student, you I know? I mean, you still do that. I still do do that, but I am an adult, and it's sometimes people think that that's not appropriate, uh-huh. you know? So Again, calling Gab out. 
I do miss miss that, you know, Uggs and sweatpants in Ugh. high school. <laughs> well, now we get to the segment of Gossip. Taylor explained in a Spotify storyline, this song is about disillusionment with our crazy world of politics and inequality set in a metaphorical high school. I wanted it to be about finding one person who really sees you and cares about you through all the noise. Cool. So the song is both a political statement and a love song all in one. Wow. About someone who loves you while everything in the world seems to be going wrong. Yeah. Which I think is very relatable Super right now. Super relatable It's right been now. for a while, but yeah. definitely relatable right now. And I think, you know, if we're talking about Lover and all the different love songs on Lover, a very cool and interesting angle to take mm-hmm. in terms of a love song. As seen in the Miss Americana documentary, which if you haven't seen it and you're uh, listening to this, you have to go watch it right now. Yeah. It's I on mean, Netflix. If you haven't seen it yet, like, what are you doing? You gotta go watch it. Mom, you gotta go watch it right now. Mom, you got <laughs> Drew, you gotta go watch it. <laughs> As seen in the Miss Americana documentary, Taylor ended her political silence in 2018 when she endorsed candidates in the November midterm election, declaring her support for two Tennessee Democratic candidates, Phil Bresden and Jim Cooper, in an Instagram post. So this is what she wrote in her Instagram post. I'm writing this post about the upcoming midterm elections on November 6th, in which I'll be voting in the state of Tennessee. In the past, I've been reluctant to publicly voice my political opinions, but due to several events in my life and in the world in the past two years, I feel very differently about that now. Mm. I always have and always will cast my vote based on which candidate will protect and fight for the human rights I believe we all deserve in this country. I believe in the fight for LGBTQ rights and any form of discrimination based on sexual orientation or gender is wrong. I believe that the systemic racism we see in this country towards people of color is terrifying, sickening, and prevalent. Mm. I cannot vote for someone who will not be willing to fight for dignity for all Americans, no matter their skin color, gender, or who they love. Running for Senate in the state of Tennessee is a woman named Marsha Blackburn. As much as I have in the past and would like to continue voting for women in office, I cannot support Marsha Blackburn. Her voting record in Congress appalls and terrifies me. She voted against equal pay for women. She voted against the reauthorization of the Violence Against Women Act, which attempts to protect women from domestic violence, stalking, and date rape. Mm. She believes businesses have a right to refuse service to a gay couple. She also believes they should not have the right to marry. These are not my Tennessee values. I will be voting for Phil Bredesen for Senate and Jim Cooper for House of Representatives. Please, please educate yourself on the candidates running in your state and vote based on who most closely represents your values. For a lot of us, we may never find a candidate or party with whom we agree 100% on every issue, but we have to vote anyway. So many intelligent, thoughtful, self-possessed people have turned 18 in the past two years and now have the right and privilege to make their vote count. Mm. But first, you need to register, which, which is quick and easy to do. October 9th is the last day to register to vote in the state of Tennessee. Go to vote.org and you can find all the info. Happy voting. Mm. In the 24 hours following this Instagram post of Taylor's, nearly 200,000 people registered to vote, many between the ages of 18 and 29. Wow. Which was unprecedented for the site. Yeah. Holy. And, you know, I think the lyric, I counted days, I counted miles to see you there, to see you there, it's been a long time coming, references Taylor's journey to speak up politically. Because wow. obviously she has opinion. She's a woman full of words and thoughts, you yeah. know? But, you know, she just didn't 
feel like she was educated enough or had the right to speak on it mm. or she, you know, the responsibility to speak to all her millions of followers. Mm-hmm. But, you know, people with platforms make a difference. And yeah. this did make a difference, you know? Yeah. Do you think that when she started and since she was in the country sphere, mm-hmm. that speaking out politically would damage her? For sure. I'm going to talk about some of that oh. still in Gossip Gab. Oh. But that's also covered in the documentary. They talk about the chicks, formerly known as the Dixie yeah, yeah, yeah. chicks, and when they spoke out against George Bush, against George Bush when the war in Iraq started, yeah. and they spoke that they were against the war. So many country shows, like radios, like they got very much like canceled. They got canceled. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was like a big thing in country music for a while. It's like, you don't want to be the chicks. Like, you don't want to speak out. Like, you'll lose, like, your audience, basically. Yeah. But, yeah, but I have, like, oh. some more of that, too. Apologize. No, no apologies and gossip gab. Taylor explained to Rolling Stone that the lyric, American stories burning before me, I'm feeling helpless, the damsels are depressed, boys will be boys then, where are the wise men, darling, I'm scared, mm. is about the illusions of what I thought America was before our political landscape took this turn and that naivete that we used to have about it. Mm. So it was really like almost like an awakening to her really like understanding more what was going on in the country and that she like kind of like had to pay attention more. Yeah. And you know you mentioned this earlier but you know the boys will be boys then is you know a direct call out to the awful saying that's used to write off bad and predatory behavior by men, which is often called locker room talk, which our ex-45th president was caught on tapes uh, saying. So I believe that that line is a direct reference to that, as well as like, you know, like the Me Too era, Taylor's own experience going through a sexual assault trial, like all of those things. Yeah. Taylor also added that she was also thinking about the idea of people who live in America who just want to live their lives, make a living, have a family, love who they love, and watching those people lose their rights or watching those people feel not at home in their home. Mm-hmm. Taylor was asked by The Guardian when she started feeling conflicted about what America stands for. She said, The thing I can't get over right now is gaslighting the American public into being like, if you hate the president, you hate America. We're a democracy. At least we're supposed to be where you're allowed to disagree, dissent, and debate. So, you know, I just think that this... Political awakening is really huge for Taylor, who for years, like, had to be this perfect all-American country girl. Yeah. You know, and even, like, throwing the most, like, lavish Fourth of July parties every year. And I think the lyrics, no cameras catch my pageant smile, and then the echo of that line, Mm. no cameras catch my muffled cries, kind of shows this dichotomy of, like, when Taylor always had to appear on for Mm -hmm. years And that, like, the media really didn't know how she felt about everything. And also, like, how when she wasn't visible, it's not like we knew what was going on, how she felt about the world. Right. Even if she wasn't speaking out, it didn't mean that she didn't have feelings about it. For sure. And that she had to find the confidence to be able to do that, as well as, like, her team had to, like, agree on it with her, which we see in the Miss Americana documentary. Most of them didn't agree with her decision to do that. And she, like, really, really pushed for it. Yeah. And just thinking about, like, how, like, almost carefully controlled her career had to be for Mm -hmm. so long, especially because she was so young. Even talking about Mirabal, like, when you put someone on a pedestal, you're always waiting for them to mess up. Yep. 
and shatter basically. And so that like, that was such a thing with young artists, especially at the time that she started, it was like, when is she going to get into drugs or drinking? Like there was this fascination with like watching young people spin out. So there was a lot of like very careful control that had to be done in her career. Yeah. And so, you know, I think that she took her time, but that she now like is able to voice and speak out. And we've seen that also with, like, her fight for her masters and things Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, Yeah, because she finally has agency. Yeah. You know, and, well, she's had it for a while now, but, like, I can't even imagine those early years in that situation of, we and we've talked about it a lot here, having power but not having any power at all. Yeah. And being controlled by these other people in your life, these adults in your life who are supposed to have your best interest, but then... They don't. And, like, especially here, it's very much about the disillusionment with America that she thought, you know, like, it's, you know, land of the free is the tagline. But, like, then she's actually met more people figuring out, oh, like, who are these people in my life that, like, don't have the same rights that I do Mm -hmm. because, like, I am white Mm -hmm. and straight, theoretically. Yeah. So, specifically regarding this song, the Pop Song Professor Mm. website broke down this song in a really clear way that I thought was like a really good explanation. So, I'm just going to quote their website. They said, she's using this metaphor of an American high school, which is supposed to be the super ideal cool place that is part of the American experience or whatever, but it's not always as great as it turns out to be. And a lot of times, there are people in high schools who ruin it for other people who are there as well. Mm. Which is what she's saying is happening with American politics. The whole school is rolling fake dice. And so you think there's a fair chance for everybody. But in reality, some people are just playing the game better than others. Mm -hmm. And they've set up traps and tricks to get what they want out of other people. And when she says, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes, there would be a lot of people who would agree that high school is basically a stupid game. Mm -hmm. Like if you win your homecoming queens or prom queens, and the the writer goes, I don't know, I was homeschooled, whatever. (laughs) But yeah, you win stupid prizes. (laughs) It really doesn't matter if you were the prom queen or whatever. But she finds solace in what she calls the heartbreak prince as it comes back to this person who's this rock for her through all of the difficulties and the struggles. And that's really what the song comes down to. Whether you're talking about American politics or high school, it's finding somebody who gets you through those difficult times. Yeah. So it's like a love song amidst all of that mess. Yeah. Yeah, and just like that idea, like, the whole school is rolling fake dice, is that, like, sometimes the games are rigged, and sometimes, like, not everyone has an equal chance. A lot of the time the game is rigged. When it comes to this country, yeah. yes, all of the time. Yeah. It's really like a deeper song than it first like appears when you're just singing it, you know? For sure. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, I'm bopping around. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Wait a minute. You're like, what? The two other tracks, I thought this was interesting, that Joel Little also co-wrote are You Need to Come Down in the Man. Interesting. So those are both also have a political message. Yeah. That's a that's a good gossip gab. I know it was it was a really chunky gossip yeah. gab. <laughs> Deep. I know, and as I was like going through it and stuff, I was like, if Devin doesn't know this, like I'm really coming at this song with a lot more knowledge. Yes, than he has. yes, you were. <laughs> and I think a lot of people might not feel this way, and especially Taylor has so many listeners that aren't American. Yeah, and like especially like I know. Being American, I will hear news things about other countries, but you only really feel the dysfunction of your country when you're in it, you know? Mm-hmm. Especially, like, with right now, like, to all our international listeners, like, there's just so much going on right now in our country with, like, a woman's right to choose, uh, not being federally protected, now going to the states, and, like, yep. there's just a lot of laws happening which, instead of giving rights to people, are taking rights away. Yeah. And we have a 
president who we voted for. And this and that's stuff still. is still happening. Exactly. So it's just like, what's going on? The whole school <laughs> is rolling fake dice. And I also think it's like really important for us to say to our, our American listeners here, you know, Taylor wrote this in 2018, or at least the Instagram post came out that we feel rep- inspired this song, the idea. And that was a midterm year. We are coming we are up on a midterm, midterm year right year. now. You know, I'm sure there are many more people who have turned 18 in the years since then. Yep. And so if you are not registered to vote, it's super important, especially when it comes to your local election. So when it comes to your House of Representative and your Senator, like those are really important elections that you don't always think about. Yep. Generally, it seems right now that, like, the Senate is really determining what happens in our country. Like, you know, yep. obviously presidential elections are important, but without the lawmakers being in support, a lot of things can't happen. Yep. So just, you know, urging everyone to do as Taylor said and go to vote.org, figure out like what the deadlines are for registering in your state because they're sure. different. And like, where your local polling place is, like it's all on there, vote.org, rock the vote. There's a lot of different websites. If you just search, like, how do I register to vote? It will come up. And that that's really important. Devin and I always vote in our primary elections. And we we now always vote in every election. It's just, it's it's a very important thing. It's not the only thing, but it is important, especially in the smaller elections. So that's just like my little PSA to all our listeners. Super important to do that. Get educated as much as you can. Absolutely. So Devin. Yeah. What is your favorite line in Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince? Okay. <laughs> I think it is the same as yours. Oh, yeah. You did the same it's, as mine. It's like the best line in the whole song. Yeah. Yeah. Say it. You play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. So good. It's just so good. Yeah. It's the best part of the whole song, I think. Yeah, I agree. I yeah. think it's just, it's a great line. I love the melodic line mm-hmm. to it, too. Yeah, that, uh, the chorus is pretty good. Okay, Devin. Yeah. From 1 to 10 pageant smiles, what do you give this song? Ooh, that's a good one. I know. Oh. oh. <laughs> I think that I will give Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince... Six pageant smiles. Okay, okay, fair rating. Because I, you know, I, I think it's pretty good. It's a good bop. I am now enamored with what it's about. Mm. You know, political Taylor is pretty cool. Yeah, activist Taylor is pretty cool. It's just been really cool to watch her become this independent, incredible woman who like is strong and just does her thing and has like so many incredible attributes Mm -hmm. she's like one of the coolest role models so six for me gab from one to ten pageant smiles what do you give this song i give miss americana and the heartbreak prince okay (laughs) seven pageant smiles cool so i feel similarly i like this song i like that she wrote it i think it's very catchy it's just like not like a always go to for me for sure yeah Listen along with us. You can check us out on Instagram at Tata Z Podcast and give us all your thoughts. Did you know the deeper meaning behind this song? Or was it new to you? Let us know what you think. If you relate to this song, if you are having a crappy high school experience, we're here for you. If you're having an awesome high school experience, if this is your first year that you get to vote. Yeah, let us know. Like, that's really exciting in anywhere you live. Like, yeah. if, you know. Yeah, in other in countries, too. In the whole too. world. Yeah. 
We don't know how to, what website to give you. Yeah, but Antarctica. We, you, we don't know. You do some research. I hope. I don't think we have any Antarctica. <laughs> do we listeners. have any Antarctica? If, hey, if you're from Antarctica, uh, Let give, us, give us a thumbs up. <laughs> Remember, you can find exclusive bonus content on our Patreon at patreoncom Z podcast. And thank you, thank you to all our patrons. Oh. Well, next episode we'll be covering Mister Perfectly Fine Yay! from. Fearless Taylor's version. Oh my god, we haven't been there in a while. Ooh, so exciting. Vault song. Woo! Come hang with us. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab. This has been Tata Z. Thanks for listening. See you next time.